Hi, thank you so much for coming back to listen to the first episode of My Heart Project. My name is Rachel and I'm thankful that we are both here. On the first episode, I'm having a conversation with my friend Kelvin. Kelvin has been an international student and does have a lot of influence in the Kenyan student community here in Adelaide. On this episode, we begin by talking about a Facebook post that Kelvin put up about a month ago. Um, he was frustrated with the Kenyan Community Association, uh, which we refer to as CASA, and was very frustrated with the organization's contribution or lack of contribution to students' lives. Uh, on this episode, we speak about um, the post, you know, some of the expectations that people have um, about CASA and what practically the association executive can do and cannot do, um, what the members' responsibilities are, and also, you know, a lot of other social issues faced by students here in Adelaide. Uh, welcome, and I hope you enjoy, and uh, yeah, I hope it adds value to your day. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Thank you so much for doing this for agreeing to do this with me. Um, I'm very excited. This is very new for me as well. So <laughs> we are all in a learning curve. It's gonna go how it's gonna go. Everyone including the camera guy. Everyone. <laughs> We're all having fun and doing whatever we can to just, you know, make the world a better place. So we are talking, we're having a conversation about, um, there's a post you put up couple weeks ago was it last week or a couple weeks ago two weeks ago about two weeks ago and it sparked a very interesting conversation and i have to say it's a conversation that has been going on for a while uh in our kenyan community especially because it touches on international students you've been an international student yourself i've been an international student myself so um it did spark a lot of emotion and a lot a lot of people had a lot to say about it um do you want to tell us again about the post you put up well in regards to that post that i put up concerning casa and this student thing yeah i would say i was furious at that time Mm -hmm. I was drunk, which helped me come out. Yeah. And, you know, I was just, whatever I typed and posted, it's yeah. everything that came out of me. Like, you know. I was feeling different the following day when I saw it. Mm. You know, I was like, wait, is that me? You know, like, what? Come on, boy. Like, mm-hmm. You did that. Yeah, it's yeah. already done, so. There's no need of taking it down. So I just left it there. And yeah. And I'm glad you did, actually. I'm yeah. glad I did, too. Yeah, yeah. Because that's... And I, I commented on the post. Um, and I was like, thanks for bringing... For being so courageous to bring this conversation up and actually call out uh, the association. I don't think the association is perfect. I think... I, I am a part of the Kenyan Association of South Australia. I have been for as long as I've been in Adelaide. 
uh, but I'm also an executive member. I'm serving for my second term. So, um, and honestly, having been an international student, um, I understand every time we can do better. But I think it's also, it's very interconnected in the, in the sense of we have to understand the capacity that CASA has. I mean, CASA in Africa are available, like we're able to give services. Kama is a finance, you know, someone is going through a mental breakdown. Got them, you know what I mean? Mm. Even the to like for now me kwangu in a kanikani group ya could reach out if you want to reach out to every other Kenyan mm. just go talk to Kasa. Yeah. Pull it up. Yeah. Send your message across. Mm. Of which to kind of 5k plus followers on Facebook. Mm. But no one even says shit. Mm. Okay. And I, I see what you mean, I, and I respect you saying that. But then again, it's just an association. I see it as a platform, like you're saying. There's a big reach. Casa has a big reach, whether it's on social media or whatever. Um, and I think it being, and that's what I was saying about its capacity. Being a, an association, it just brings Kenyans together, in especially social things. And also, if a Kenyan is wanting to do something to serve the community or if they're having an issue then that's the people they reach out to and then what the executive when people come to the executive team and they have a problem or you know things are happening what happens is now the executive takes that uh, issue or if it's a it's an issue of mental health I know there's a few there has been a few cases that have been involved in as an executive member and also having been involved in the international education um, so someone comes to us with an issue, what we do is, with, with the networks that we have, we look for people who can help. People, yeah. yeah. So, so in this case, for example, we do have influential people in the community, people who have resources to assist. If it's a student coming to us for, with mental health issues, we reach out to the people that we know have resources and understand the issues that the student is facing. When, when I say capacity, I said capacity earlier because um, the executive, the exec, CASA executive team is made of um, people with MBAs, people working as accountants, people working as nurses, people working as carers. It's just volunteers who are meant to just be there to sort of facilitate the things that happen around the community. They are not actually trained to do the mental health work. They are not trained... Um, or even have the resource, the financial capacity to be able to give students um, help like that. But what happens is that's why it's a platform. Because this is an association of Kenyans living in South Australia. Yeah. And I feel like this organization should advocate for some of those issues that cause mental problems. Because like, there's certain barriers that we can identify that are facing us. Like, um, for starters, I think we are so hardworking, like most of us don't even, like you mentioned, like we, we don't get any benefits from the government or whatnot because you're not citizens as yet. But like there's, others, but there's other barriers we face, like like the English requirement, whereas, because th those are some of the barriers that like really push students down mm. into that path of like 
how you feel like everything is not yeah but like if you ask me like i've seen this one example in another um, community uh, an association of a certain community where if things get tough for you they help you with your visa because most students suffer because oh there's this big visa issue um mm. i probably need a rest i um so these guys are um help you with going back home whereby you can like pause your studies or what you're doing here go back home and then when you're okay you can come back because these things happen to us because first of all you have to remember that we are far away from family mm. yeah and, like by being in this association you're trying to like kind of recreate that family mm. feeling mm. and it's yeah, true sometimes it, it doesn't always happen yeah so students feel like you know when you're alone because asking casa to be there financially for you is at this moment i don't think well i don't know i don't know casa as much but yeah. like i don't think i haven't had any other situation where an association helps you with money yeah that's when it you're yeah see depression has been there ever since me on a depression grew up now yeah who could even make a corner it's serious than a headache yeah yeah like isn't there to nafat to put nambia wasin wasin wana wana kwa comfortable yeah like they interest ya or come across a you know i'm a woni kasa nafat kwa to go by now yeah it can be it can be it should yeah no can yeah sure but you know every journey starts pole pole too just a step at a time a step at a time so there's one person there's one more person so there's you there's going to be another person there's you who feel so strongly about this and then there's there's casa this conversation we are having is a step towards that True. it's a step towards that but then nothing else can happen when we have this conversation and then just sit down and just not do anything about it the fire you're feeling you have to like you have to expound on that cuz you can have all these many ideas but then you, if you never actually act on it or you you can have all these opinions about what casa is supposed to be what it's not supposed to be or you know it should have been bigger but then this is the same conversation we have year in year out but then if you just have that conversation and and, and then it will never go anywhere but if you have this conversation with me and then make this a commitment to do something whether it's your talent or creatives thing that you want to come up with do it and whether people support you or not don't worry about it you just keep doing and pushing for it demand to be listened to if the casa executive is not listening to you and giving you a pl- platform demand and not just by posting things on social media <laughs> have conversations have real conversations if i'm not listening to you as an executive member go to the president and say i spoke to rachel about this Why she wasn't listening <laughs> good question <laughs> the president is deb kalai <laughs> You know, it's things that you have to be proactive. If if we're ever going to do anything, you have to keep acting on the things that you're talking about. You know? Honestly, yes. you do. I mean, I'll support you up until where I can. I'm actually I'm actually actually I'm surprised. Even if I have me thought because following day after seeing my own post I was like cool. Yeah. But I me- I actually meant to call you before you came to see me. Mimi go ajua I'm I'm never going to options nikienda huko najua 
What would you skin? <laughs> you know, I'll tell you off, but it doesn't mean that it's the end of the world. Yeah, but I you mean, know, it's what it is. I'm glad you did. That was that was brave. If you thought I was gonna skin you, <laughs> that's very brave. I'm glad you came. Because I was actually. I had uh, I had this meeting in the afternoon, so I mm-hmm. got Yeah. Then you decided yeah. to come and, and see me. <laughs> I'm so happy you came. I was actually very happy to see you. And then um, I knew I meant to actually call you at some point because I had still, I had thought about doing this, this podcast, mm-hmm. but I wasn't, I didn't have all the pieces together. So when you put up that post, I was like, great, I like that. So afterwards, after how it went down on the post, I was like, damn it. Okay, well, did you have to? I did not need to tell, okay. But I knew I was gonna call you still. But yeah, it's, I'm glad you came. Yeah. Well, this is a step towards something, I think. Yeah, I hope so. I hope I take on you. All for nothing. But it's it's all it's all on you though. It all go down, go down on me. Yeah. Uh, let's do better. Let's map out whatever ideas you come up with. Whether it's writing them down, that's what I do. I, li- I write things down on my phone, and then like this podcast i had this idea to do this idea like two years ago now two years ago but then it's when also things when it's time for something to do (laughs) no you just happened it's i think it was a part of the plan because if i would have started it two years ago i don't think it would have been this i wouldn't it would have been something very totally different um but I just let let it take me. But yeah, I'm glad I'm here now. I'm doing it. Me too, actually. Yeah. yeah those, those things are spoken about, but not everyone gets to hear about them. That's the thing. You're doing something good. So people can hear about it. I'm glad. You know. I'm I mean... Glad. Um, I'll, get, I'll get someone from the mental health organizations to talk about that yeah maybe a specialist or you know um you are clinician because yeah, i actually want to do i think that i trained to reach out to fish yeah out when you fish their own clients yeah but you know the thing is you can't give help to someone who's not ready to get the help yeah, yeah and these things are very voluntary but it's always good to let someone that needs help know that there is i know what you you're going, you're going through, through i have yeah. an idea you can always come to me when you're ready i Maybe agree not. yeah that's true oh i'm saying i it won't take them long but I don't. yeah uh, i agree you don't know where to you don't know where to start, where to start. yeah that's i right. mean mean yeah to handle yeah it's very overwhelming you know what I do at option sometimes so I do get a lot of you know students coming to me they're very overwhelmed either they want to defer their studies so because I'm I'm a social worker by training I, I did a master's of social work I literally take the person as my own client and what I do is we map out a plan of action 
because of course there's the urgent things whether it's school whether it's college whether it's whatever it is they want to do there's urgent things there's things that are so we do a triage sort of thing so where you first of all map out what's the most urgent thing and then what else needs to follow and when they want to actually defer their course either because it's, it's too expensive it's too demanding and they want to go mostly people want to go to social work or nursing i'm like social work and nursing are, they, are not the only courses that will give you pr you see? so i'm like please 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 do me a favor just go and think about exactly what you want to do with your life instead of wasting time because most of these people have heard about social work and nursing from their friends but then they don't actually know that that's exactly what they want to do and then four years later someone hates their course they don't want to work in the industry and it's all lost money and time so that's the thing like there's a lot of and also yeah i think there's there's a bit of pressure in parents no no in, in saying to someone mm -hmm. go and think about what you want to do in life mm -hmm. mm -hmm. there's a little bit of pressure in that mm -hmm. but there is a thing there is there, there is mm -hmm. let's just try to why don't you like pressure but you can't, you know, that's the thing. You can't find out the difficult questions about life if you don't have a bit of pressure. Yeah. Okay. Kuna pa pressure can apply when it really works well. But kuna part zingine when you're really distressed. Kuna, you know. And then, you know, kaki tukayo, nimekam na try kudifa. Talking and they even on a na pressure once. Yeah, kuna make a decision. Because yeah. time man. Mm. Second, mm. I don't know can't I make the right decision. Third, yeah. I'm expected mm. to make the right decision. These are expectations. Mm. So like unakuwa even more confused yeah, or unakuwa even more confused. Mm. You know, you end up with the wrong choice. And, and that's, you know, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with making their own choice, as long as it's a thoughtful choice. Yeah. It just, it doesn't, who says what's right and what's wrong? I just, for me, when I'm telling students, and I, I, pref I, 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 I appreciate what you're saying in terms of it's too much pressure, um, but I'm like, I really would like to guide my students in a more thoughtful way. If you come to me, I'm we're just not gonna do that because that's what everyone or your friends are doing i want someone to actually think about the step they're about to make for themselves because i'm gonna take care of these three things whether it's their school enrollment that's what options is there for so the pressure of oh my god i'm gonna i don't know whether i'm gonna make the, the right decision the only decision they have to make at that point is them deciding which course they want to actually take because that's what they actually want to do because the rest of the things we are taking care of and th those are the most urgent things so if we isolate this one thing the only decision they have to make is what actually in your heart do you see yourself doing in future and loving it or even just in that period what really interests you because the moment you start doing things 
that you love is when you're gonna do better you're gonna finish school and you're gonna thrive in your career yeah and it doesn't mean that you have to work in the in that field i worked as a social worker i i studied to be a social worker i did social work for three years now i'm, I'm working as a marketer it's ridiculous i don't know how i got there but i love it <laughs> You know, <laughs> it's ridiculous, but I'm not mad at it. I'm happy, and I am. I keep exploring things. That's good exposure. Yeah, I want people to be able to, as long as you're doing, as long as you're doing the thing that you really love the most. Yeah. It's gonna be effortless, I think. But we are all figuring it out. No one knows what's right. We just, you know, I just need people to. It would be nice for people to just make thoughtful decisions you know in a safe manner because they're following the ro- the laws and they're not going to be in trouble they're just exploring yeah and we're still young so we are allowed to make mistakes and come come back up Thank you for listening to my conversation with Kevin Kama and I uh, in the first episode of My Heart Project. Uh, please share it at least with one international student, comment uh, or message me with your input. If you have anything to say um, through social on my Instagram, Rage um, underscore RWK and or Facebook, um, Rachel on Boy Karaoke. Uh, And until next time, thank you so much and um, stay kind to yourself. Thank you. Bye.